I think you're all well aware of what is happening or has already happened, depending on when you're watching this video. So for the sake of clarity, we recorded this episode Monday evening. It takes a few hours to edit and post. So chances are that you know way more than we do about Trump's situation regarding the indictment and potential arrest. And we've said up until this point that he always finds some way to avoid handcuffs or severe consequences. I'd like to see old Donald Trump wiggle his way out of this one. Easily wiggles his way out. Yeah, but based on uh, his own social media posts, the reactions from conservatives and people in conservative media, it seems likely that Trump will be indicted in New York City sometime on Tuesday for his hush money payments to Stormy Daniels. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, again, this is a weird day for us to be filming and releasing considering what could potentially go down after we upload this uh, video. So enjoy living in the simpler times, the times we filmed this, hours upon hours before whatever happens, happens. So we're going to start with everything that went down over the weekend that led up to Tuesday morning. And of course, we're going to do a little follow-up on that anti-woke author who insisted on remaining the main character far longer than anyone in recent memory and far longer than she was necessary. To, yeah. But let's start with why Trump is uh, getting indicted and the reactions to that, as well as some, some uh, harsh new attacks on putting Ron in the hours <laughs> before Trump was scheduled to appear in a Manhattan courtroom. Things are heating up. Mm -hmm. All right, so this indictment stems from the hush money that Trump paid to porn star Stormy Daniels all those years ago. And for the sake of time, because at this point, this story might already be over, we'll do our best to summarize it as quickly as possible. So right before Election Day back in 2016, Stormy Daniels was set to go public regarding her affair with Donald Trump years earlier. If you'll remember, the National Enquirer practiced a little technique with potentially damaging stories called catch and kill, where they would buy the rights to a story just so they could bury it. Yeah. In this case, the publisher, David Pecker, <laughs> David Pecker brokered a deal between Trump's lawyer, Michael Cohen, and Stormy Daniels' lawyer. Mm -hmm. Michael Cohen paid $130,000 to Stormy Daniels. Mm, he's a pit bull. Uh, blocking the story from going public, which it eventually did anyway when Watchdog Groups uh, called out the large sum of money that was transferred from an LLC that Cohen had set up for this sole purpose. At the time, Cohen maintained that he paid the money out of his own pocket and that he wasn't reimbursed for any of this he's at all. just being a nice guy. He's a pit bull, but he's nice. Yeah, he just did a little reverse mortgage on the old house yeah. and uh, decided to do this out of the just the kindness of his own heart. Uh, so yeah, he said that he, you know, not going to be reimbursed, wasn't reimbursed, which is of course outrageous. And it would uh, later be revealed that Trump did in fact reimburse Michael Cohen through a series of payments while he was in the White House. In 2018, Michael Cohen pled guilty to a slew of charges, including campaign finance crimes related to the money that was paid to Stormy Daniels. All of this was sketchy as hell, especially considering that it was orchestrated by someone who would then become the president of the United States. But the potential crime came about as a result of illegally filed paperwork on behalf of the Trump organization while he was president. Here's the New York Times who explains. When pleading guilty in federal court, Mr. Cohen pointed the finger at his boss. It was Mr. Trump, he said, who directed him to pay off Ms. Daniels, a contention that prosecutors later corroborated. The prosecutors also raised questions about Mr. Trump's monthly reimbursement checks to Mr. Cohen. They said in court papers that Mr. Trump's company falsely accounted for the monthly payments as legal expenses and that company records cited a retainer agreement with Mr. Cohen. 
Although Mr. Cohen was a lawyer and became Mr. Trump's personal attorney after he took office, there was no such retainer agreement and the reimbursement was unrelated to any legal services that Mr. Cohen performed. Mr. Cohen has said that Mr. Trump knew about the phony retainer agreement, an accusation that could form the basis of the case against the former president. In New York, falsifying business records can amount to a crime, albeit a misdemeanor. To elevate the crime to a felony charge, Mr. Bragg's prosecutors must show that Mr. Trump's intent to defraud included an intent to commit or conceal a second crime. In this case, that second crime could be a violation of election law. While hush money is not inherently illegal, the prosecutors could argue that the $130,000 payout effectively became an improper donation to Mr. Trump's campaign under the theory that it benefited his candidacy because it silenced Ms. Daniels. So, yeah, it, like, it is, all things considered... And Not exactly ev- a slam dunk. With everything else that Trump has done, uh, shaky at best, yeah. it's... It is bad. It's really bad. It, it, yeah. it could be seen as campaign finance fraud from the president because, look, the money changed hands in a very suspicious way in order to secure him the presidency to avoid bad PR. That's a very, like, abstract yes. interpretation of what campaign finances are, though. Exactly. It's shaky at best, and it seems like it could potentially blow up in everyone's face if Trump is, once again, able to easily wiggle his way out of it. I mean... Is it fucked up that the presidential uh, candidate paid out over $100,000 in hush money to a woman he cheated on his wife with in order to bury the story? Yeah, and also apparently illegal because Trump's team sucks at paperwork and hiding their crimes. Also, he was paying it out via proxy during a presidential campaign. I mean, mean, come on. It it is sus behavior, obviously. Yeah. But if he wiggles his way out of this one... It's not going to look good for anything else. This is just not the crime I would want to see Trump go down for. Exactly. Uh, But anyways, this is also going down at a time when the state of Georgia is also potentially filing charges against Trump for literally meddling in an election instead, uh, as opposed to hiding an affair for PR purposes. Yeah, it seems a lot more clear cut. Yeah, honestly, we wouldn't have put uh, too much weight into the idea of Trump even being in handcuffs at all if it weren't for him having a total meltdown about it all weekend long. And his there's a lot of posts, and his posts are way too long. All and, caps, he's and way in too his loud. feelings, yeah. Yeah, to even attempt doing the voice. Uh, so we'll save you from that, because neither of us want to wreck our vocal cords today. But here's some of uh, what he posted, and, and you can decide whether or not these sound like the ramblings of an innocent man. Again, these are all caps, by the way, so that's implied. Now illegal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan district attorney's office, which has allowed new records to be set in violent crime and whose leader is funded by George Soros, indicate that with no crime being able to be proven and based on an old and fully debunked by numerous other prosecutors, fairy tale, the far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. That was one sentence. Protest, take our nation back. Followed by... (sighs) It's time. We are a nation in steep decline, being led into World War III by a crooked politician who doesn't even know he's alive, (laughs) but who is surrounded by evil and sinister people who, based on their actions on defunding the police, destroying our military, open borders, no voter ID, inflation, raising taxes, and much more, can only hate our now-failing USA. That was another one single sentence. Mm -hmm. We just can't allow this anymore. They're killing our nation as we sit back and watch. We must save America. Protest, protest, protest! And yeah, there's more. And these are just some of the truths that he posted on his social media platform. Uh, Here you go. 
Can you imagine the great New York City Police Department, correctly referred to as New York City's finest, who, for the first and only time in history, endorsed a president, me, and honored me as a man of the year, having to defend and protect the defunders and cop haters of the radical left that want to put their greatest champion and friend in prison for a crime that doesn't exist? All while the Soros-backed DA allows murderers and other violent criminals to freely roam the sidewalks of New York? They are many years beyond the statute of limitations, which in this instance is two years. More importantly, there was no crime. But if there was, it's past the statutes uh, and limitations. Did he really stop doing caps just uh, for a little bit at the end there? Yeah, I think that was maybe like, hey, can you add this on the end so people Uh, know that it's not... uh, jarring seeing him switch to... it's, it's not. Also, a, I'm not, I can't even call it proper punctuation because he just re- weirdly capitalizes random words. It's exhausting but, uh, reading his run-on sentences. Yeah, it's uh, some real boomer posting. And also, by the way, especially with the first post where he's uh, drumming up more potential protest, it is just so happens to coincide with just beautiful timing. Trump being allowed back on Facebook and YouTube. Which, and despite the severity of the implications, uh, I don't think anyone's actually going to show up this time, but the implications are severe. Mm. Just hilarious timing, considering he appears to be attempting to incite another riot immediately after his bans for inciting a riot were lifted. Like, welcome back, sir. Hope you don't use these platforms to cause any trouble. Wow. Mm -hmm. But what does putting Ron think about all this? (laughs) Obviously, a Trump indictment could be good for his campaign, which... So far, it doesn't actually exist, but he was oddly (laughs) silent about this whole thing for most of the weekend. That is, until Monday morning, when he finally acknowledged the news, ever so slightly mocking the situation, saying at a news conference, I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. Not exactly like a razor-sharp attack on I mean, for DeSantis, this this is the most he's gone after Trump. Yeah, this Ever. is, yeah, despite how innocuous it seems, yeah. just him mentioning it. Or, but still yeah. very disloyal. And, <laughs> yes, uh, he yeah. did not kiss the ring. So, yeah, despite the pretty light touch response to a Trump indictment where he kind of just stated facts, uh, this statement. From well, he the- also said he also indicated that, like, he wouldn't get in the way of, like, some extradition or whatever like that. Oh. Basically, he didn't want to be involved in any of it. So mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this sent Trump into a frenzy. <laughs> he responded with the following statement of his. He own. posted twice, by the way. He got like halfway through this post and accident. It looks like accidentally posted it and then finished it off with adding the image and a and a complete thought. Damn. Yeah. So yeah, he he posted the photo that allegedly shows DeSantis partying with underage girls, well, not underage himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron DeSanctimonious will probably find out about false accusations and fake stories sometime in the future as he gets older, wiser, and better known when he's unfairly and illegally attacked by a woman, even classmates that are underage, or possibly a man. I'm sure he will want to fight these misfits just like I do. Now again, we have no idea what is happening or has happened because we filmed Monday evening. But uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, Trump, indicating he might be a little gay. Might be, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Which is, uh, uh, it was like Brett Bear or someone else on Fox, they were just like, oh, God! When they had the, they read this on the air, and the other co-host was like, oh, God! Come uh, for the king you best not miss. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. By the time this goes up, 
things might have changed. But at the very least, it appeared as though barricades and cameras were being set up outside of the courthouse in Manhattan where Trump is supposed to appear. Also, right before we uh, filmed this, uh, someone had taken pictures of uh, the Trump uh, jet, the, the big passenger jet with Trump on the side was being readied in Palm Beach. So he, at the very least, looks like he might show up. Oh. I was hoping he'd do the same thing with the, the documents where he forces them to do a raid on Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, uh, also over the weekend, it was, I forget which form it was, but uh, his his fans were like, we need to go protest wherever he is. In Mar-a-Lago, New York, wherever, I don't know. Yeah, they, uh, well, a lot of them are like, I mean, I'd love to help out, but New York is a hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> it's the most dangerous place on planet yeah. Earth. So They're uh, terrified of cities. So uh, probably not going to show up. Also, uh, you know, the Proud Boys were, uh, they should be scared because the Proud Boys were assaulted uh, and made to cry in New York City over the weekend. One example that I saw, and this might be bullshit, but it could be true, but it was, uh, you know, there there are spitballing ideas uh, about what to do about this. And one idea that I saw that I don't know how much traction it really got, but it was pretty brilliant. It's like the second they announce this indictment, we all go down to the bank oh. and we withdraw our full 401ks and IRAs, IRAs and all we, drain our bank accounts. And we cause a bank run. And it's like, okay, so not enough of you exist to actually cause a bank run. Mm-hmm. All you would be doing is causing your taxes to just go through the fucking roof because you're not supposed to withdraw that money before retirement age. Literally rake stepping as hard yeah. as they possibly could because you suffer, unless you're at retirement age, massive uh, capital gains yeah. taxes, taxes yeah. And on, penalties. on that stuff yeah and penalties so also it's just funny to imagine them like going on that's it I'm getting the $100 out of my bank account to start this bank run well yeah so uh, yeah that was silly but it also feel it, it uh, Zach Patrizio uh, was you know heavily monitoring uh, all of the forums and sites and yeah, was just like people seem anything. pretty like they're not even yeah, they're not interested fucking, in this at all they're not gonna fucking do anything they're uh they're kind of gassed like i feel like january yeah. 6th was kind of a a death rattle in a lot of ways like well in their conspiracy they, any... they think that this is a honey trap like, yeah that too again or whatever you know but like if they if they do anything on the level of january 6th again it's going to be even worse. It's going to be some like full ass civil war shit, and that makes it not it makes it somewhat remote. Well, I'd say all uh, the conservative pundits who are uh, sitting safely away from this are all screaming for a civil war. So yeah. that's happening. National divorce. Yes, and uh, yeah, you know, I I don't think there's going to be. It's just going to be a, a another fun day on Twitter.com is all it's going to be pretty much, with plenty of sideways laughing emojis from Elon Musk. And plenty of uh, just cringy takes from uh, resistance libs. And, uh, you know, just a lot of rubbernecking from the rest of us. Anyways, uh, it's time for a little snack break before we get into the other stories in today's episode. And with today's sponsor, it's easier than ever to eat healthy fast. Because this episode is sponsored by Factor. You can use a fork, you can use a spoon, you can use your fingers. Yeah, if you want to. They are yours to do with as Mm -hmm. you please. Um, anyways, pa- uh, power up for springtime with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Get nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. Look and feel your best in time for warmer weather with calorie-smart meals around 550 calories or less. Too busy to cook? With Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. 
Factor has delicious, flavor-packed meals to help you live to the fullest. Choose from keto, vegan and veggie, calorie smart, and protein plus options on the menu each week. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Enjoy meals for any time of day with breakfast options like egg bites, smoothies, and more. Plus, replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45-plus add-ons. The last one I had was Italian herb chicken with green beans. Motto. Very good. Uh, but if you want to cut back on takeout, get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready faster than any restaurant can deliver in just two minutes. Put the time and money you save towards planning activities for when the weather finally warms up. Eating vegan or veggie is also a snap with Factor. Because each meal is prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, you know that your Factor meal has all the ingredients that you want and nothing that you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan and veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered right to your door. Also. They have a wonderful app that makes this very easy. Uh, ready in just two minutes? No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash ITDaily50 and use code ITDaily50 to get 50% off your first box. That is code ITDaily50 at factormeals.com slash ITDaily50 to get 50% off your first box. All right, back to the news now with a little update on anti-woke author Bethany Mandel, who was unable to define the word woke despite having just written an entire book on the subject. In case you need a refresher, let's just play the video again. It's short and it's a certified banger already. Yep. So, I mean, woke is sort of the idea that, um, I, this is gonna be one of those moments that goes viral. I mean, Lovely. Yes. But in the wake of that clip and her very odd explanation about why she uh, froze up. They uh, were talking about parenting and I just couldn't think straight. Yeah, despite this appearing several minutes, it, 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 she was telling lies. Anyway, <laughs> people did some very light research into her background as a conservative writer and, oh, buddy, does she have some tweets. And some articles. She was cooking for a long time she until people finally tasted what she had to offer. This and soup sucks. Yeah. Uh, she did an article that was like, it's time to be friends yeah. with neo-Nazis. Yeah. But, uh, Which is especially insane because she is Jewish. Yes. Like, but yeah. Well, time. she has a lot of tweets about the Kosher Mart and how they run things over Oh there. my, yeah. She's gotten so many people fired from Kosher Mart. Yeah, she is uh, She's like, like the, the ultimate, proto-Karen. Yeah. She, like, so many of her posts are about like getting people fired and yeah, like just... yelling at customer service mm -hmm. and just being uh, a fucking Karen. Yeah, I, I didn't include all of them because it is an exhausting list. But I tried to gather, uh, you know, some of her greatest hits uh, in this yeah. section. Oh, yeah. There was also there was one where she like mentioned um, killing her own mother by preemptively pulling the plug on her in the hospital. Um I'm sure there's more to that, but it's just a weird thing to tweet out like that. She responded uh, to one, I believe to Ken Klippenstein uh, with, I don't owe you an explanation, but also it's available in the last chapter of my new book. Please go oh. buy it. Yeah, Ken Klippenstein spent the entire weekend just retweeting old Bethany Mandel posts, like hundreds of them, uh, all of whom, like no commentary, just retweeting them. Yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, she it cried was, it about it, wild. and her husband was like, the cruelty's the point. It's like, These are just things that you said. We're just retweeting things that you yeah, said. She blocked him, so all of those yeah. were unavailable after a while. But uh, Anyway, the nonstop coverage and unearthing of her tweets, which range from pathetic cell phones to outright racism. She literally tweeted, like one of her first tweets, 
in the, the January 2010 or 2009. 2009. I have it in here, well, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> During the Obama administration. There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it should have caused maybe some self-reflection and time away from the keyboard. Um, this would have blown over, I think. In her own description, in her own article, which we'll get to, she talks about how she was dealing with, uh, you know, more of the parenting situations uh, while she was being uh, dragged on the internet. And it's like, okay, log off and yeah, spend time you, with your kids. You don't need to tweet. No. Uh, so yeah, no, she did not step away. She decided to embrace her role as main character and claim that she was being victimized by people online, going so far as to pen an article in Newsweek titled, I was asked to define woke. My humiliation went viral. Lady, do you get off on this? I think she might. What are you doing? Yeah, uh, so let's just take a look at some of the tweets uh, from Bethany Mandel, anti-woke superstar. At first, some self-admitted Karen-type behavior. I was so irate at Kosher Mart yesterday that they told me they'd refund my whole order before I was even finished yelling. And she Lady, said, please get out. Yeah, she sa- which she says proudly. Yes, these are all like self-congratulatory. Like, I'm a bitch. Oh, and, oh, God, the stuff about like her kids. Do you have stuff in here about her? Oh, uh, uh, choking on their own vomit? There's that, and then like throwing away all of her kids' drawings. Yeah, like, it's... <laughs> she's it, like a fucking evil mom. It's crazy, too, because this comes almost exactly a week after that photo of the kid in the wheelchair whose mom was like, now he's sitting outside in the cold because I refused to put a mask on him and they won't let him in Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you're abusing your child. Uh, Here's another one. Wow, DC Metro just impressed me a little bit. I made a complaint online about the operator this AM and they called and we'll be retraining her. Karen shit. (sighs) Smelly homeless lady just got on the train and sat near me. I take it back, New Jersey. We're good. So she's complaining, I would assume, about the New York City transit okay. and uh, how homeless people smell bad. And that's not the only one. There were plenty of, like, uh, uh, anti-homeless tweets. Yeah. There was one where she, like, quoted a presumably black homeless person because she did some of the most, like, fake-ass fucking ebonics I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't have that one <laughs> so that we didn't have to read it yeah. like that. But, yes, that exists as well. The best part about my Roomba is she, yes, she's a she, vacuums for me and never judges me, unlike every other cleaning lady I've had. <laughs> and uh, this is this Jesus. is a tweet that follows up uh, a bunch of tweets where she uh, admits and uh, gloats like about firing cleaning ladies, like uh, left about right. how all of her cleaning ladies are Hispanic. In case you were unaware, yeah, yeah. So they're uh, you know judging her uh, constantly. Apparently, she should be judged. And uh, here's one: pasta was so salty it was inedible. When I told the waiter, he yelled at me. Yelled! Yeah, probably because like it was just a normal amount of fucking salt and food, especially pasta. She needs really salt to taste good. Based based on one tweet alone, it's like okay, I don't know. Let's give someone the benefit of the doubt. But based on all of her tweets, she really seems like a person who is like just mean to customer yeah. service people in order to get things. If this waiter yelled, it was after her yelling at him. 100%. Yeah, and it was probably after a while of disrespectful yeah. interactions. All right, lady, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 35 seconds. That's how long Seth estimates I was alone in Penn Station without him next to me before I yelled at a stranger. Seth's her husband. It's yeah. Seth and Beth. Yeah. Sethany and Bethany. And they have a... a they have like eight kids. They have a, a kid that's named after a car. I don't want to bring their kids oh, into yeah. this, but they have a kid that's, that has the same name as a certain type of car. And not just like a car brand, like the name of the car. Elantra? No, no, no. Uh, no. I, don't Camry- wanna, I, don't, I hate bringing people's Corolla? kids into stuff, so I, I don't want to. Mustang? But. Yeah, it was Mustang. No, uh, here's another tweet. 
I yelled at the receptionist at the radiologist office. Now I have to call and make an appointment. Ugh, I need to control myself better. How, like, this is... If you go through life constantly getting into yelling matches with this many people, that's a you problem. In the service industry, yeah, where typically they will go above and beyond problem. to be nice to yeah. people. And I got the delivery guy at Kosher Mart fired, and my entire $200 order was refunded. Haha, -ha, take that. I win. Again. And I get free food and money back. God, this woman sucks. She deserves everything she gets. Uh, here's one from when you had to just write out or copy-paste tweets if you wanted to retweet a tweet uh, before there was a button yeah, for it. Yeah, you, you, you kids have it easy. <laughs> In this one, she retweets a statement that reads, Liberalism has done more harm to black Americans while trying to help than the KKK has done while trying to kill them. I mean, that's a pretty standard conservative talking point that makes no sense, but mm -hmm. they, they love it. Yeah. And uh, here's some more racism from her own big brain. Not, oh God, this one's bad. Yeah. Not nuking these fucking animals is the only restraint I expect, and that's only because the cloud would hurt Israelis. She's talking about nuking, like, Gaza, mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, she, she wants Palestinians to, to die. Yes. And she would, she would prefer to just wipe them off the map. But uh, now she's the victim because people retweeted her tweets. Uh, when my son screams enough, he chokes on his own vomit. <laughs> what? So thanks for that, Black Lives Matter. What? Yeah, uh, followed by, my son was in agony, choking on his own vomit, turning colors in the back seat, and for what? It didn't do a thing for black Americans. Uh, she, she retweeted, like we said, she retweeted this, or she tweeted this when Barack Obama was inaugurated as president in January of 2009. There goes the neighborhood. If you're not like, I mean, this is an old, old school racist, like low key, high key racist, I guess, but like <laughs> yeah. racist euphemism. Uh, if you're young and you don't have like parents or grandparents who were around at that time, th that's some shit. Like literally, it's like oh, a black family moved into the neighborhood. Moved there the suburbs, goes, yeah. There goes the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, so there are of course just some tweets that are just plain strange. Oh, did you put the one with her kids' masks in here? No. Again, like <laughs> that—that's odd and just a lie. Yeah, she's like, oh, my kid was wearing a mask for like one hour, and she shows it. And it's like covered in like Ugh. weird brown stains. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, anyways, uh, here's some examples of some weird ones, and, and there was other like weird, uh, horny for young people. Yeah, tweets. she's a freak. Uh, here's a reply that she sent to someone that reads, "A super yummy four-year-old makes me want to kidnap an Asian baby." What the fuck? Okay. Uh, so there's also this absolute banger. Elliot, please. I got an STD in my eye while I was at a rave in a bathhouse in Budapest, and now I'm so old and boring that people think I do my cheating on my husband at a motherfucking playground. A playground. I'm sorry. It's insulting. I know I'm a mom, but do better. What? Yeah. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. How did you, did you, someone busted in your eye in like a fucking bath Hungarian bathhouse? <laughs> Uh, this okay. was also a pretty recent tweet, like 2020 or something. Yeah, uh, okay. So, you know, I used to be cool, too. I used to go down to the Hungarian bathhouses yeah. and get loads in my eyes. I used to get fucking tag team down to the bathhouse. You'll never believe how many queefs I took to the face. Uh, and if she's going to cheat on her husband, she is not going to do it at the playground. It's just a fucking idiot. bizarre thing. Like, I think she's trying to be funny. I don't know. Anyways, of course, there was the one where she claims to have killed her own mother. Um... I watched my mom die. I took her off life support before we knew if she would survive because I had the choice to do it then. Now, you sure you don't want to wait a second, lady? Because uh, the doctor will be in here in a second. Uh, 
No, no, And a lot of people were upset about this, but one person uh, was actually uh, pretty happy about this tweet, and that person was Glenn Danzig, <laughs> who replied, I'm glad you killed your mother. Mother! <laughs> tell your children not to take, <laughs> take me off life support! It's a banger of a song. Uh, yeah, I, look, I would love to believe that that's actually Glenn Danzig. I think it is. But... The is it not? The it's, problem, hard. it's impossible to tell now on Elon Musk. Twitter. That's because anyone can buy a verified badge, so yeah. I don't think it's real Glenn Danzig, beside, aside from the name saying Glenn Danzig real, because I asked him about the bricks in his front yard. Oh, yeah. He didn't reply knowing what the reference was, so it might not yeah, be Yeah, the bricks, uh, Glenn Danzig bricks, classic story. One classic old classic internet banger. local L.A. stories. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Here I am cleaning up my fucking bricks. So yeah, I mean, she was pretty triggered by people just simply retweeting all of these things that she herself said, mm -hmm. and she needed to have the final say. So she penned a whole-ass article about how she's a victim, and let's just check out a small excerpt from that piece in Newsweek. Right before we went on air, I heard one of the hosts speaking about parents in what I perceived to be a negative way. I panicked. Over my career as a loud and proud breeder, I have often felt attacked by the left and braced myself to be ambushed on air about my own life choices as a mother of six children. Throughout the entire interview, I felt a panic attack growing, but I just tried to get through the duration of the appearance without an incident. As we talked, I was stammering and trying not to set traps for myself. I did not want to open up questions about my own personal life. As soon as we hung up, I broke into a sob. Watching me cry and panic was not a sight my kids were used to seeing, yet for the next day, they saw it a few more times. I think they probably see you freaking out a lot. Mm -hmm. Back to it. Uh, for the next day, I visibly struggled emotionally, but I also kept plugging on with more appearances on radio and podcasts, albeit without the confidence I normally exhibit and enjoy. Lady! Again, you're fucking lying because you can watch the interviews out there and you are doing absolutely fine up until the point she asks you to simply define the term that is central to an entire fucking book you just wrote. So you're lying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, log off. Beth, please, mm -hmm. raise your kids. Um, but yeah, also don't perpetuate a culture war on marginalized groups of people while vilifying anyone and everyone who belongs to those groups or stands up for them. You literally wrote a book about how the woke agenda, which you still suck at defining, is ruining children's lives. You invited this drama into your own life. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of people who use their role as a parent to deflect valid criticism, now former Twitch CEO Emmett Shear, who stepped down from his role as CEO after 16 years at the company to spend more time with his kids or whatever, seems to have timed his exit just perfectly. Because literally the next business day, it was announced that hundreds of Twitch employees are losing their jobs. Way to peace out right before you're forced to lay off 20% of the company, dude. Great job. Totally not a dick move at all, especially considering the fact that it became the first responsibility for your replacement. Yeah. I'm sure that he and the remaining employees are really stoked to start off on such a wonderful foot. Uh, it's almost like you were able to vacate your position before having this stain attached to your resume. Anyways, yeah, it was announced Monday morning of this week that Amazon was laying off an additional 9,000 employees, which added to an already staggering number of layoffs from the company. And this time around, Twitch was heavily affected. The layoffs were also announced bright and early East Coast time, and Twitch is primarily based on the West Coast, so there were reports of Twitch employees finding out that they were laid off or wondering if they had been via Twitter and a blog that was posted to the company's website. Always a fun way to start the week. Uh, here's more on this from TechCrunch. 
Twitch announced plans to reduce its workforce on Monday, demonstrating that even the seemingly booming streaming site isn't immune to the reductions that have swept the tech industry in the last six months. The layoffs will affect 400 employees at the company and were characterized as an effort to improve Twitch's business outlook in the long term. Like many companies, our business has been impacted by the current macroeconomic environment, and user and revenue growth has not kept pace with our expectations. New Twitch CEO Dan Clancy wrote, In order to run our business sustainably, we've made the very difficult decision to shrink the size of our workforce. Clancy announced the news on the company's blog just days after longtime Twitch CEO Emmett Shear said that he would step down from the company to spend time with his family. Clancy moves into the chief executive role from his previous position as president, which saw him already running day-to-day -day operations at the company. And look, hopefully those employees land on their feet. In the meantime, it looks like the customer service side of Twitch, among other things, has uh, taken a pretty big hit, which probably is not good news for the streamers who were already struggling to get answers from uh, anyone at Twitch and uh, are now getting... 50% of their revenue taken as opposed to the previous 70-30 in a lot of scenarios. Yeah. And not getting contracts anymore and ad revenues down and uh, many other things. Uh, anyways, the old CEO seems to be obsessed with AI if you look at his Twitter account. So that's probably where all the jobs are going. Maybe karma will rear its head, though. When a guy was hired at Machinima to fire people, he ended up going to jail for participating <laughs> in the college admission scandal. So... Uh, at least that was satisfying for us. It was very satisfying. Mm -hmm. Speaking of companies who have handed their customer service products over to robots, though, Twitter finally appointed a new head of public relations. And because Elon Musk has the humor of a 12-year-old, it is just a bot that auto-replies to every email with a poop emoji. Yep, just a poop emoji. Thank goodness comedy is finally legal once again. These are the... the belly laughs I've been missing out on for so long. Could you imagine that someone doesn't see this announcement from Elon Musk and has a general inquiry? Like, say something terrible happened Tuesday. Yeah. And there's a, like, and you spawn from maybe Twitter. And there was, like, uh, you know, someone reporting had a general inquiry to send to press at twitter.com. And it was a serious subject and a paragraph. And then the instant response was just a, a smiling piece of shit. Yeah, well... Yeah. So first off, like we said, depending on when you watch this video, it's already wildly outdated. So feel free to leave updates for everyone in the comments section. What happens to old Donnie boy? Did yeah. he wriggle his way out of this one once again? Is Meatball Ron gay? Did Bethany Mandel finally log the fuck off? We probably won't answer any of those questions anytime soon because the next episode is about tech. <laughs> but while you wait, please check out our most recent episodes. We got Pudding Ron. Yes. Just Three fingers. And we also have an update on a uh, conservative social media network, Getter, who has an interesting new business model. Outside the box. <laughs> they are thinking outside the box. And also, yeah, we talk about TikTok potentially uh, going bye-bye. Uh, we'll which, which had the opposite effect. I believe they had a giant surge in new members. So uh, who knows? Anyway, help support the show by clicking the like button, please. Yeah. And leaving and replying to comments, please. We appreciate each and every one. Yeah, and now the videos are up there. You can click on them right now and watch... Plenty more where this came from. In the meantime, uh, enjoy your day. Enjoy uh, rubbernecking on the side of the road of Twitter.com during what is probably going to be a very annoying day, Tuesday. Yeah. And we'll see you for some tech news. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.